the beats, the flow, the rhythm. All movements start from the streets. Streets in our podcast. It's all good, man. We here. Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, we here. Welcome to the Streets in our podcast. It's your host, Giddy Jicky, with it. And it's your girl, CLB. And we are back in the building, man. Shout out to my guy, Ed, for pulling up the last time. Just shooting the breeze with your with your peoples, man. That was a fun time, man. That was. That, that was, was a great a episode. Time. That boy can talk, but <laughs> it was a it was a great <laughs> flow, you know. Oh, yeah. I appreciate having that, you know, that that third person sometimes give a little more, uh, bring another perspective, another comment you weren't expecting and have something else to add, man. Yep. I know I don't want ever want to get stale up here. No, we so, can't. So if I ever have a bad attitude and I'm stale, I'm like, all right, we just gonna cut this off and we're gonna go <laughs> home, regroup. I'm gonna go cry in a corner and I'm gonna come back ready and energized. Sometimes stale makes for a great show. Well, attitude, I should say, not stale. When it's stale, make a make a salad with croutons. Is that oh no! <laughs> if the bread is stale, make a. Salad. I'm trying to find some <laughs> stupid ass analogy, but it's all good, man. Man, a lot going on out here. A lot going on, man. I think I had asked you, like, what's what's up in the stuff we can talk about? I mm-hmm. think some of the quick and easy stuff. You you told me cold one rapper of the year. Yeah. Um. I can't believe I can't remember what platform it was through, but I seen it come through Rap Direct, um, and I thought that was interesting because I'm like, in my mind, Cole's been rapper of the year since 2011. Ooh, stop that! See, I ain't even trying to. Hey, that's my guy. Yeah, it's okay. It is okay. But no, he been rapping and he been rapping. He been rapping. He been doing his thing. He been rapping. He ain't no denying that. Every verse he murdering leveling people up um he in his bag so i i am not at all upset about that pick of mm-hmm. rapper of the year for whatever the criteria is you ain't gotta tell me and i'm like if you said cole for 2023 mm-hmm. i'm with it i'm actually gonna co-sign you on that i'm with it yeah uh, i'm with it too i so, wonder how he he feels sometimes i'll be I, trying to get in like in the rapper Mindset. Don't get in the rapper mindset with him. He don't give a good goddamn about. Um, I I don't mean from the perspective oh. in terms of like, like an the accolade. accolade necessarily. I mean in terms of like the trajectory of his career, right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like not like how he feel about the award, but how he feels about where he's at right. and where he's going. Yeah, like the momentum he's built. Exactly, because like a a a twenty year twenty eight year old artist receiving rapper of the year, or whatever, right? Mm. It's gonna be like super hype. But what Cole is like close to forty. Yeah, now. I think he's half a year, about thirty seven. Yeah. So, but again, age age don't matter. It's just. Being a Cole fan and listen to, listening to a lot of his lyrics, I just wonder what his mentality is with that. I, I think he's just hitting. He's hitting another stride in, mm-hmm. in career, which, you know, they say is different for men and women. So don't shoot the messenger. But they like, like men live a, a bunch of lies, especially when it comes career wise. Mm-hmm. We we turn eighteen, we just thinking with our dingling, we doing whatever. We hit one another stride really at about late twenties, early thirties, because mm-hmm. you're just now kind of really becoming a professional in your career, which means mm-hmm. you got some stripes in it. You might have switched jobs or you elevated. And then they said when you get to about your forties is when you hit 
like that the grown stride that pin like i'm in my boss whatever that yeah. is especially when you're in the industry that deals with promotions and and up in the chain and i almost feel like he's kind of have done that in rap and music mm-hmm. it's like yeah he came out hot he's a rapper rock nation all that stuff had to re- almost reinventing himself with starting his own label right earning his stripes that's his second life now he's in his third life where he's a full label head but also now fully immersed into building, wrapping himself, and still keeping up with everybody else's business to elevate his artists. He's like hitting this. This is his like third stride. I think it's, it just it's just seeing it. It looks like he's hitting that. What a forty year old career driven person is hitting. This is what he's hitting in in music. Yeah, this is boss mode. But on, in every facet, you can see it in his. Rapping, his business, his creativity, his willingness yeah. to listen, his still willingness to grow. It's like a, another spunk, another fire lit under him. No, I, I agree with that. And I think you could say the same literally for anybody. Because, you know, mm-hmm. anybody working towards something, you're going to have your different um, your different areas of mm-hmm. growth, right? As you continue to get older. But this honestly, this is just me going down the mental rabbit hole, you know, even as as a person within self, right? Mm-hmm. Outside looking in, one could be like, oh, Eric is doing boom, boom, boom. He's done this, this, this. Look at where he's headed next. But like only you are you mm-hmm. and you know what you've endured and you mm-hmm. know the emotions that have come with the flow mm-hmm. of what you've experienced. So that's what I'm thinking. But, you know, again, yeah. true Cole fan here. So yeah, I can talk about I, it forever. I feel it. Don't get me on my own self. I'm like, I ain't did shit. <laughs> I haven't done anything. But that's a that's a beauty because the things I have done, I can say they've only just got me to this point to yeah. where I'm ready to go to the next point. Exactly. I'm cool with not having done anything in the grand scheme of things. So we going to the next, trying to go to You're the next. You doing stuff. So I might be, but. In the ground, I'm, I ain't done nothing. Let's get to work. Right. I'm, I'm happy to be in the mud still. I'm happy to be grinding it out mm-hmm. still. So, and he might feel like that. I don't feel like he, again, it's not just he's had his success as a rapper. It's beyond that. So, I'm, like you said, I'm wonder. Fulfillment. Hey, personal fulfillment. Yeah. Cole, holla at us. I got, I got somebody got your number. Come on. Come on, Mike Shaw. I got your number. Come on. Come on, y'all. Hit us up. Hey, we know the homies, Sky. We know the homies, the twins. You did the video out of Omaha. Come on, man. Let's Come go. Come on, back, man. But yeah, man, shout out to Cole, Rapper of the Year. Yeah. I'm going to have to look up the actual award. I did see it, and I, I, just, I just don't remember who it was um, on that one. I'm like, I almost said, speaking of Cole and his artists, I'm like, do we segue to my girl Ari? Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Right to Ari. It was some other things wanted to hit, but but oh Ari, Ooh, Ari Lennox. She's mad. I mean that was. <laughs> it it was. Uh, first the pairing on the tour. Mm, not 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 a good choice. Well, so they came through Lincoln, right? Yeah, close to home. And I was like, oh Ari, I follow Ari. Oh shit, Ari going on tour. I'm about to go to the show. And then I go work out one day. My homie like, yeah, you going to the Rod Wave concert? I'm like, nah. I'm like, I thought Ari was performing. She's like, oh, yeah, she opening for Rod Wave. Mm-hmm. I said. That was my same reaction. What is that? <laughs> so I didn't go because I know what crowd is about to be there. Exactly. And if it's his show, his crowd deserves to be there. Yeah. I know what's going to happen. I'm like, okay, I don't want to be around that. And exactly what I thought was going to mm-hmm. happen at those shows happened on those shows. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, 
the background talk of how they could have and should have adjusted. Well, my biggest thing is her again, you know, getting back to kind of cold, kind of Dreamville, right? Mm-hmm. This is like, was it somebody at Dreamville that threw her on that lineup? And mm-hmm. if you did, why? It, it's a reason why it was done. It, and, but in my mind, it's like, okay, were you guys' plan to get already tapped into markets that you think she had opportunities to build a fan base Mm -hmm. if that was the case okay but you picked the wrong person to do it with rod waves audience is completely different from Mm -hmm. an ari audience Mm -hmm. point blank period and like i said my response was the same as yours i'm like ooh, ari coming through yep rod wave i don't want to be around all them loud ass kids yeah not me. And, and I, I will say, just to your point, though, that may be the exact reason was to get her in the market. And if you and I started to really think I'm thinking like I need to, I want to see if my artist can break out. Mm-hmm. That might have been a test to see if she can break out in her team, if yeah. they can break out to a more mainstream. And I, if that was a test, she failed miserably. And. If if that's yeah, because they also it's, it's still business. They want to make it give you more exposure, more people in front of you, people that you don't have. Go capture a new audience, and there was a legitimate way she could have done it. Let me put my A and R hat since we speak A and R. Now I'm not. I trust in Dreamville's team. Yeah, I don't know if somebody says something. I don't know what the coaching was, especially after show number two, three, four, and you're mm. getting the same response. There should have been an adjustment. That adjustment should have been like, okay, they not messing with my music. They not messing with my vibe. This, this is this type of crowd. This is the young kids, a lot of suburban kids, but these are the mm-hmm. kids that come off the sad wave of music. Right. These is like the, when we're talking about Cuddy, this is the kids of the kids of Cuddy. This is Day Lane. This mm-hmm. is, so what she should have done, Ann Army would have said, okay, you singing your song. You need to tap in some of the artists that you know this crowd likes. Mm-hmm. She should have put in a break in one of her songs with some Juice World lyrics. Oh yeah, she yeah yeah. Capture your crowd. Not too. This is but this is what openers. This is what openers do. If you go to a real show mm-hmm. and there's somebody opening and they know this night they crowd, they understand who they're on tour with and they play to the crowd a little bit to get them interested in who they are. I've seen this happen, but Ari hadn't been an opener probably in a long, long, long time. Like an oh, yeah. opener's opener. Like you first and ain't nobody here. You got to know how to get this crowd going. Yeah, for you, sure. You got to know how to work this crowd. So you have your songs. You put in the Juice World. You throw in some XXX. You throw, you throw in these lyrics and this music break it within your song. Get them singing with you. Now you got them bopping with you. They're not going to leave because if, mm-hmm. you, if you do it right, you pick the song that's on the same tempo and they vibing with you and now they bopping with you the whole time. Yeah, now right. you've just gained, you've just gained. I promise you, you would have gained 5 to 10% of them audiences of actual people like, oh, she cool. Oh, she understands who we are. Yep. Oh, she's not just up here singing at us and expect us to just rock with her no facts and again this is where we come back to why audience uh, artist development is so important and it is it is literally a lost art now because mm-hmm. you're 100 right hell trina still do the same shit mm-hmm. added in other people's music that ain't her own but you rocking with it because mm-hmm. it's familiar to you you resonate with it and she know you're gonna get hype off of it so no i feel you on that i'm just 
and I don't want to say they didn't suggest it, but somebody dropped the ball in that. And, and maybe there it that person is not on tour with her to tell her that. Yeah. Maybe she is not telling them what the real problem is. Like they just not really rock. They not doing this. They throwing shit at me. I mean, you kind of trolled them. You came up there with the helmet. The next show was. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that's kind of genius. Shit, I'd have did it too. That's oh fine. Oh my god! Hell, I'd have started selling helmets. I'd have said, "Hey yeah. man, we need to print out some Ari helmets." <laughs> but uh, no, nah, but that makes sense though, because I mean, like Ari, beautiful woman, but she's not about to come and like drop her pants and shake her ass like she ice bites to get anybody's nah. attention. She so don't. You're right. She that don't need only, to. Yeah, that was the only angle she was gonna be able to come forth. But then at the same time, when you think about it. I don't really listen to Rod Wave's music like that, but the music that my cousins play for me, he has sentimental and storytelling elements mm -hmm. of his music. So there was definitely an opportunity for her to kind of like merge that they, um, to captivate them a little bit. That whole wave of music, that style of music, that's what half of it is. Mm -hmm. You got half that. It's, just, it's super emotional. It's, it's black emo. That's all yeah, it is. No, it's not, for sure. So it's, it's, that's just what it is. So I think it would have served her good to do that. Um, somebody to suggest that and kind of rework her show in some of those songs instead of just doing your thing. Like this is yours. If this was your tour, you do know your thing. You don't got to do none of that. It, they the the majority of the crowd is there to see you. That yep. is not the case, and I think that's just a lack of not being on tour with other mainstream artists and your opening, not not having that practice of being an opener. Right. It's just it's just a lack of that. So it's not bad. So yes, was it a bad placement? Yeah, it was a bad placement. But how do you rectify it? And again, I almost think this was a test to see from the label, can you break mainstream? Mm -hmm. Can your team, because you got a mini team within this big thing, are they growing? Right. Can y'all break through? And I don't think they, I think they failed. So they kind of, now yeah. they know, now they know what's, hey, this going to affect your budgets, where they put you, where they place you. Mm -hmm. We know you're going to be over here doing this, your Essence Fest, we got you. Yeah. Now you're going to be successful in that. We, But that might be your cap. No and facts. That's, and, that, and I think facts. this was a little bit of a test to see what your cap is, how you able to adjust, how you able to do, and how you able to work. Right. So, Are you going to be that artist that can go beyond those mid-tier venues of yeah. like 2,500? And yeah. if you can't, that's fine. Everybody, everybody can't. You're going to have a mm -hmm. definite audience, and that's fine, but... It, it, the it, growth, the lessons, you know, the lessons that are learned. It's, it's a lesson learned if you want to learn from it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, baby girl, stay off the internet complaining. <laughs> nope, nope, they don't care. That damn social media. Especially the people you complaining to do not care. Like they no. they here for the last the retweets and to <laughs> sympathize with you a little bit, but they don't really give a shit. No. Um. Yeah, that was inter it was interesting to see. Um But I hope she comes through again. She will she makes amazing music. Yeah, she does. It's I she's just gonna be restricted to her market. And that's which is again, that's fine. You can have a long ass career doing that. They just know you're not the breakout person. Matter of fact, that's what we should do. What's that? That person you trying to bring, mm -hmm. we should add her to that. Nigga, you, you must you. What kind of money you guys see? I mean, what it's kind not, of money you guys see? Not impossible, no, and she's not. not gonna charge that much at Listen, all. No, that'll be fire. I got a, I got a couple for that for that one. I'm trying to do. I got a couple ideas, but we'll resurrect you here, girl. Come on, do your resurrection show. Come to the O. Come to the O. But man, uh, shit. 
what was I finna say? Oh, hearkening back. <laughs> I like that word. <laughs> you didn't get the chance to see American Fiction, did you? No. I want to spoiler alert. This it's okay. Week. Go ahead. I don't mind. And, the re- like and, it's, idea. and it's a reason why I'm bringing American Fiction. I'm going to tie it into to my guy, Mr. Yasin Bey. Okay. And and Dudek. Um, so on okay. Amer- American <laughs> American Fiction, interesting movie. <sighs> I knew it was an amazing movie. Amazing movie. And I ain't going to spoil every little detail. Okay. But the gist of this movie, I'm going to tell you even how it starts. Movie starts. He's a writer, author, black man, mm-hmm. um, but not a stereotypical blah, blah, blah. Mm. professor at a university. He's teaching class. He's teaching something from like Southern um, literature. So, of course, in the title of the book, got the word nigger in it, right? Mm. Guess who gets upset and says, I'm, I don't like this word? A white person. A little white girl. Okay. While she's sitting next to the black guy, to the black teacher. She said, I'm I'm offended. And he's like, well, I'm pretty sure if me living as this can get over it, you can get over it. <laughs> and, he, and he hit her with the, well, this is the literature of the time in which we are talking right. about literature. So we're teaching from the perspective of the writer. So it's just, and she kept going. It cut to her walking out the class because he said something probably crazy to her. Mm-hmm. The whole time, the little black guy is also looking at her like confused. Mm-hmm. That is essentially the tone of the movie. Mm. How... It's two two main takeaways from this movie. The tone deafness of of woke white, especially woke white culture, and the inability of black creatives to create a story outside the mainstream narrative of black people. Yeah. Wow. That is the main two points of this movie. Um, and it's beautifully told with a whole lot of scenarios. He ends up he write he writes books. He got so mad they couldn't sell his book. And this one author played by Issa Rae wrote the most stereotypical book like <laughs> Auntie Jean. And she had to read an excerpt at this conference he had. She like, hey, yo, other lady, what's up? I, I'm finna go to the store. Some oh, for shit. real? Girl, you know I need some. Like, that's it. And he mm. pissed because this is the number one selling book at the time. He like, why we gotta keep doing this? So he made a fake name and wrote a bullshit book. Of a, a young nigga, street nigga, who father he found out was his father, and he ended up shooting his father and on some nigga shit, like real street. Wow. Guess what book wanted to get picked up? His book. That fake book where he made a fake name said he was a fugitive on the run. <gasps> this shit, they picked it up for a movie. It was a wild, but and it was so much, and to the point they had to do. A book, uh, he got invited to do this book, uh, like, review yeah. and awards, right? And the dude, he's like, you only call me because, you know, he, the, the, the guy said he said, well, they said, the board said we need more diversity. So, mm-hmm. he said, so you calling the black guy? He's like, yeah, pretty much. So, you want to do this? So, he had her and he had Issa Rae's character. Mm-hmm. They're the two black people out of five reviewing books. Guess what book got picked up for the review for the award? His bullshit book. So... They were reviewing it. He trying to throw it under the bus, and every the white people love it. Even Issa was like, uh, just something unauthentic. Something is off about this mm. writing. So he thinking, okay, maybe it ain't all bad. He starts talking to Issa. And he's like, why'd you write that story? She was like, you know, basically, she don't come from that life at all. She's mm. uppity and right. shit, too. 
And oh, by the way, he come from a pretty decent family. Mm-hmm. They got a whole uh, black helper at the house okay. made. They have his sister's a doctor. His brother's a plastic surgeon. Mm-hmm. They came up like that. Okay. They still got some tragedy. I ain't even gonna give away all the tragedy okay. that was going on. But he come from wealth, and he's the one that's trying to say we don't all have to write the stereotypical black story. Mm-hmm. So he's talking to Issa, and she basically out of her mouth said, "Well, he's like, what's the difference?" He said, "What's the difference between this this book called Fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> and your book?" Right. And she's like, "Well, my book, you know, at least my book, I did spend years of research and doing interviews, and I and he looked at her." And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, she's Our, like the black version uh, of uh, fucking society. Uh, bourgeoisie, sell us out, and uh, still write the stereotypical stories and back it by saying, but it's real. It's from real research. You still told the same story, the same stereotypes that don't even exist in your real life. Oh, now I got to go watch you gotta this. got to watch this. See, now, and, I, and I left out a lot of detail. I'm just letting you know. But that's Now the play on the title, American Fiction. Listen. Ah. This movie is fire, right? Okay. This movie is fire. Come on, Jeffrey Wright. Even, and I said, I said, hey, do y'all know even his existence as a black actor proves this? If he was to come and do a viewing anywhere and say, hey, I'm Jeffrey Wright. I want to talk to some people. Would it mainly be white people that see him or black people? I think it would mainly be white people. Because it ain't on no nigga shit. I'm going to just say it. Because we don't we <sighs> don't even know who that is. But also mainstream don't push people like that in yeah. our faces. We know Michael B. Jordan. We, know, we, we don't consider him a black actor. He's an actor who's black. And this is why I'm big on not just supporting quote unquote black movies. I support movies with black actors and actresses in it right den of thieves is like a black superhero movie to me and it's with with um o'shea jackson jr baby ice cube oh yes 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 den of I Thieves. Still that, haven't he's that. a main character but that 50 cent in it right but it's not a quote-unquote black movie right it's a movie with black people in that who the main characters so i'm like i support those so and and it's that it is that whole thing not being able to tell the stories we are we're restricted to certain stories and it's mm-hmm. a whole lot in that movie I ain't even gonna give away. Oh, it. I can't Man, wait! Wow. I can't wait. Guess ah. what? They was doing the the February Black History Month viewing on a TV channel that was on. They was showing all the crazy nigga movies. Really? He had to just turn the TV on. Like, golly! Ah. Oh, that movie is that movie is amazing. It deserves its rating. It deserved all the festivals. Man, I wanted to bring that up for two reasons. One, we did talk about going to see it. It was finally mm-hmm. here for a week. I'm so sad I missed it because this damn snowstorm. Y'all right. made it out. Y'all y'all went back out when it starts snowing it was, again. It so was snowing hard that y'all. night. Listen, shout out to the Jeep gang. <laughs> Jeep gang, man. Throw it up. <laughs> but uh, so it's that. And the second reason, our brother Yasin Bey and our brother Drake. <clears throat> they had a little tiff back and forth. Shit, you right. This is the same story. Let's go. It's the same story. I'm trying to tell you. I'm going to thread it it's for you. It's the same story. Who, what are you going to say when it's time to say it and who going to listen to you? What are you going to say, see, when the real shit happens, when it's time to say something and who even going to listen to you talk about it? This was Brother Yasin Bey's point. This was not about music. This was not about hip hop. 
And this is, I only saw the excerpt, but I watched both of the excerpts that are on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm cheap. I didn't get the Patreon video. I didn't want to go through the paywall. You good. (laughs) His point was far beyond, this is not backpack hip-hop versus pop hip-hop. This is not artist versus artist, real hip-hop. This had nothing to do with hip-hop. When you listen to his tone, Mm -hmm. you, you can hear the jabs, but when you listen to his tone, this is about... And he said it. This whole thing is crumbling. I don't want to get in my conscious bag, and then we're gonna no, lose. Go fire. ahead. But the, I don't America mind. is crumbling. It is. We're at the, uh, we're at the tipping point. We're on the high, and then we're about to come crashing down. People it's, scramble when things get shitty. Mm-hmm. And making that fun music. Shopping music, commercial music, it's cool. Yes, it gets you some money. It gets you so much money that when you have an opportunity to say something real, can you even can you even do it? No. Not even will you. Not will you as a person. Can you do it? It's probably in your contracts. It's probably you can't even be a voice for the people, for the people in which started this thing we call hip-hop you can't be a voice of the people no because nobody wants to hear it i don't think he can contractually do it before we even get to the to the motivation to do it and that's and that's his point when when it's time to move and it's time to do something you can't be of any service to the people now you can go make your money Mm -hmm. you can do your song and dance you can build your businesses you can do all of that, but when the shit hit the fan, you're gonna be part of it going flying. And that's just that was his point. That's why this is a lose-lose battle for Drake to even keep engaging. The the minions online talking, putting up numbers. This is not about numbers. This is not about sales. Mm. This is beyond music, beyond hip hop. This is about the culture of the world and where it's going, where it's headed. Facts. You a leader, right? But there will be nobody following you when any of this shit go down. And I mean, let's be honest. Drake came into the game falsified. He created a whole fake narrative about him growing up, not having a relationship with his father just to get oh, attention true. to fans. And Pain. he had a relationship with his dad the whole time. A man who comes from music legacy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like, him being black, him being Jewish, coming from Canada. He had so many leg, legs up on everything, but he played it to his advantage. So he came into this game not giving a fuck about nobody but himself. Just fine. You had a goal. You you had a, a, a accomplishment you mm. wanted to make, but it was never for the people. Never. You pan, you you came in there. You basically pander about the people. We just let's stereotype and let's they'll rock them if I say this. Instead of being yourself, dog. Mm-hmm. And that's what they talk about. It's only authenticity. On Killer Mike's album, there's an excerpt from Dave Chappelle talking mm. on the run. And he's like, you're a leader. You got to move. Like sometimes like the people storming the beach in Normandy, you got to just keep moving. Now, as niggas getting shot and getting dropped next to you, you don't even know why it's not you. Mm-hmm. But since you still up, you keep moving. And he said, we're not asking you to be perfect. We're asking you to be honest. Mm. So you get up, you keep moving. Nigga, run. Go towards the goal. So it's 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 that. Like 
And I get it. Like, yeah, I know we supposed to be a music pod, but sometimes this shit go a little bit beyond. And I'm like, we talking about who has the ability to speak, who is are the people going to listen to. Yeah. And this conversation is not relegated to everybody that's been hyper successful. There's only two other people close to, they ain't close, but they close to Drake's realm in hip hop. And that's right. Kendrick and Cole. Well, I mean, and, even to your point, not to cut you off of what you just said, but I'm glad you made a good point about us being a music podcast. Yeah, we a music podcast. But if every time we come on here and we talk about numbers or how somebody's album is doing, we only going to get one specific type of listener. Mm-hmm. But if, if, if we're weaving through all elements of music, whether it be like politics, history, culture, what, we going to get everybody. Mm-hmm. Listen, I would say music is our base, but it that's just a starting point. Mm-hmm. This shit is the, the music in itself is only a byproduct of culture. That's any music. Any, it's a byproduct of culture. It's the projector of it. It's the it's an entryway for most people into a culture. Mm-hmm. That's all we doing. So, no, no, you know, y'all ain't got to listen. And trust, you ain't gonna hear a bunch of shit about numbers from me. Like this is about the art. Like I, like everything up here is about the people and the art. So. I want to be always be speaking the truth about what it is that's really happening out here, mm-hmm. how we feel about it. Um, y'all can keep the numbers game. I don't give a shit about numbers. <laughs> y'all see my hip hop list. Y'all <laughs> niggas mad. <laughs> like yeah, well, uh, I don't give a shit about what saw, what did what. Fact, because at the end of the day, if you pulled up, <laughs> if you pulled up the music that had the most replay value from everybody, mm-hmm. it ain't about it ain't gonna be this bubblegum pop shit. And I'm t- I don't care who it is. It's, that's just facts. It's not. It never is. <laughs> it there's no longevity. There's no replay value. There's nothing there. So and as long as you know that as an artist, you okay because you mm-hmm. know I'm finna make this shit just to pop. Get a couple commercials. Do it again. I'm not even trying to be in your ear twenty years from now. Right. I'm not trying to be in your ear two years from now, which is fine. Long as you know that's the formula you working and that's what you're gonna get out of mm-hmm. it. Just don't go into it thinking I can do this, what's hot and chasing a sound. My nigga, you got to at least be able to stand out. I got to yeah. know it's you when you get on the track. Facts. Facts. All these Lil's, I don't know their name because I don't know it's them when they get on the track. There's they all so sound many. the same. They, so and Lil's ain't all Lil. It's just all the young people doing yeah. the trendy shit. I don't know who you are because I don't need to know. I almost don't need to know who you are. You're going to disappear in a year and a half musically. And it's a new artist every Every week. Y'all in the machine. They pumping y'all in, pumping y'all out. Give y'all a $2 million signing bonus. Right. Let you spend it. Make sure they you owe them some money. Make sure they get their money back in your shows. <laughs> the 360 deals. Then they, they on to the next. Yep. They recoup. Literally. They give you two. They they made 25. A little pot of crawfish. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, a little Tyler called a little donkey booty. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tyler. I've been watching Tyler, the creator, and Vince Staples. God dang. Oh, they wow. man. I love them. I love They're them honest. as far as, you know, who, who they are and who yeah. they, what they represent. Speaking of Vince, real quick, he got his show finally. Ah, oh, I heard you say it and I can't wait. The Vince Staples show coming February 15th. I, I ain't even know the date. I can't wait because he don't give a fuck. And did, you, yes. did you ever watch his, the, the, the Vince Staples show on YouTube? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've been waiting on this. Yes. Of course, we had the pandemic and other stuff and had to get greenlit. He been working on his writing. He been doing all this. He been working on his acting. This shit, I'm support. I don't care what nobody think about it. It's up. 
I even love his promo. This nigga walking around Hollywood Boulevard <laughs> talking about, hey, we with the megaphone. We is Vince Staples show. Netflix ain't give us no budget. So we out here like, do you I know who Vince it. Staples is? Like, no. What you do now? <laughs> he like, here's a gift card. And he said, hey, bro, you black. Hey, you extra black. You get two gift cards. Said, we love the children. Like, <laughs> I'm like. Dude. Um, no, that's fire. You know what I'm saying? But that's the, you know, I'm glad to see it in the fruition. I'm glad somebody that just keep. Doing, they do what he kind of do what he say he gonna do. Yeah. He don't care about what you think about what he finna do. Um, and I just like the maturation of him and the evolution of him in his careers, and just to keep on. I'm gonna do this. We gonna work it. Like you can do it. Like a a nigga that don't care is a nigga with no limitations. Exactly. <laughs> I don't care. All right. Yeah, I try. Let's do it. Da, da, da. Oh, that one hit. Let's let's just do it. Mm-hmm. Um. Free, free. Take I take it as a job. People got on him years ago when he said he took it hip hop as a job. It's like a job to him. Like yeah, but that means you detach emotionally from the accolades, from all this other. It's a job. I'm coming here to work. I do this. I like what this is. Mm -hmm. I know what I'm doing this for. My man know what type of albums he's making. It's was, funny how people got mad at that anyway, because shit, when you were artist trying to get signed, yeah, that's what happens. It turns into a job, and that's why y'all get so depressed. Right. So what is y'all even talking about? I used about? to love it. Well, now that's because you did it to release. Now you're doing it to survive. Right. <laughs> so it's going to feel a certain way. You know what I'm saying? So I get why people don't want to sell their art sometimes. Like sometimes I'm like, let some of that shit go. Yeah. You ain't got to sell it all the time here, man. You can have it, but. Not making your full time, but and I'm I'm so glad Vince is uh, getting this real opportunity. It happened. It, it's been, this deal been on the table for years. Man, this is why this years. gonna be fire. Shit, give me something to watch. Ain't ain't too much to watch nowadays. I got a couple shows. Well, go on, send them my way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. I got Steve Harvey on rerun. after i watch a few other stuff what i'm like come on mr hightower how you gonna watch that and mark curry said he stole his sauce he did (laughs) right he did now after going back to hang with mr cooper okay (laughs) i I see it but you you watching the enemy man to authentic i'm just playing (laughs) i'm just playing send us some money steve Mr. Hightower. Yeah, man, this has been a, a a cool little cool little run, little week, man. You got anything else on Mr. Vince? I hope Vince. Shit, should we hit Vince up? Yeah, let's. Why not? Fuck I it. mean, shit. Let's yeah, do man. everything we want to do. Yep. It don't matter. The resources that we gonna need to make it happen is gonna come. Mm-hmm. Just shoot off rounds. See where they hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of creative people. I had to make sure I checked your list. I sent it to you after we just talked about it. Miss Tierra. Oh, yeah. Baby girl coming out with an album. Mm-hmm. Is you ready? Was, I've been ready. Mm-hmm. How long it's been? It's it's been years. Like like four or five? Five? It's been a it's been a few since she really hit the scene. Um I feel like she's gonna have some dope ass features. I feel like she's gonna have Rhapsody. I would hope. I really, I really think she's going to. She, I don't know. She might have some wild shit. I hope she gets some niggas like Danny Brown or something. Mm. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, I can see that. I'm excited for nigga Pink Seafood. She gonna get Pink Seafood. I'm with it. But uh, um, W W. 
Well, we gotta wait till March. Whack. I think it's March. I think it's March, middle of March. But I, I'm excited for it. She, I've been waiting for an album so I can make officially put her in my, especially my top female MC. She just up there. Remember the combo we had about being able to create like the stereotypes of the women. Yes. And the lights. <laughs> like, well, here we go. We got the rapper rappers and the creative ones. Shout out to the dark, the dark baddies out here. Ah. What did I say? 2024 is the upside down year. Mm-hmm. They getting they finna get their shit off. Let's go. I feel like 2023 just let all the the riff. We finna get the real the Kobe year. Yeah. All the real finna drop. I would not be surprised if a lot of the big time artists come right back. Like, you know what? Dude. I got some more to say. Let's get to it. Come on. Let me let me create another Spotify playlist Man. with some more fire shit. Man. I'm telling you, I keep playing Chingy a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta okay. See, I'm gonna upgrade your experience as a consumer i'm gonna find you no 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 i got i got got fire shit (laughs) but the artists that i really like and want to hear from i need a whole nother playlist Mm. from that like because what if i like some shit i'm gonna listen to it over and over and over and over and over again but uh yeah i'm ready for the 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 seasoned heads and not even the old people, Mm-mm. not even the old artists, the dope ones. Like give everybody a run for their money. Yeah, it's it's that time. Show it's, me what you got. It's that time we popping off this year. Yeah, um, I'm so excited for her. I feel yeah. like we can get her here too, but I know where and who I need to talk to to make that one happen. You yeah. know we gotta and and to be safe too. It's like we we are well versed in music and artistry mm-hmm. in the city that we live in we got to do deep research to make sure that that crowd exists here mm-hmm. to really turn that shit up mm-hmm. otherwise we just got to make it a really intimate experience mm-hmm. yeah so it's exclusive as hell yeah no no doubt and uh we got to, and, and it's, this is that age-old battle, art versus, like, consumer. Mm-hmm. Like, we want to bring the artists here, but in the cities like this, everybody ain't hip to the artists, so how do you balance your life of doing this as a profession? Because you know it's usually going to be a loss, mm-hmm. but it's for the culture, it's for the art, it's for the people. So um, we're going to find a way. We're going to find oh, yeah. that balance, and we got some avenues. Oh, for and, and sure, I, and I am I am right there with you. This is that's why it's hard sometimes when I'm like, and I say a name of who I want to bring, and I'm mm-hmm. like, they super fire, but it's like, who coming? But then, too, how do you get them to come? It's like super dope because there's so many different opportunities of marketing to curate because there's so many people from other places moving here, mm-hmm. you know, and you. When you trapped in the bubble of being around the same people, the same shit every day, it don't mm-hmm. look like there's any expansion or development, but there is a lot of it. So, yeah, it's just come back down to the marketing. But, you know, we smart. We real smart. We smart. I got, I got A's on my report cards sometimes. <laughs> I got a lot of Shout out to the smart athletes. Who all your teammates cheated off of so y'all can go uh, win a championship. Shout out to y'all, man. Oh, my God. I went to Benson High School. I think all <laughs> them motherfuckers was failing. Football, <laughs> basketball, some wild stuff. It didn't matter. Cause what I know about Benson, they just suck at sports. They Well, I don't even. Maybe, you maybe. know what? I don't keep up with them after 09. Yeah. I feel like they had. When did I enter? 05? 
from like 05 to 09, they had a little, they had a good little run. But mm. I, I think they were trash before like 05 and then after 09. But you know that <laughs> after my bracket and before, I don't know about you, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know. That's funny. She got in high school when I left. That's crazy. <laughs> when did you graduate? 05. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah, man. I, old, I was old and young. So, yeah, man. It was funny. You uh, Speaking of musicianship and all this, you asked interesting question like if you had to be a musician mm -hmm. what would you be I'm, yeah. I'm already a musician i am a musician i ain't yeah. even talking about djing so i grew up drumming okay I, I was the backup drummer to the backup drummer at church oh fire so i'll be the best and, one and it was the i wasn't the best one and <laughs> i went to a home like homebody church so my uncle my grandmother's brother uh, -huh. uh it was the bishop he okay was a bishop so it's a complete family church, smaller church. He was like known as the first Kojic church to have air conditioning. Oh, he, helped. Snap. he actually worked on and built the church too. Yeah. Um. So he made sure people people came to church just because we had air oh, conditioning. Oh, y'all lit. <laughs> but my cousin, shout out to my cousin. He was the main drummer, and then it, then I had another cousin, and then I was backing him up. But of course, you know they make all this play, and mm -hmm. then his little brother. I swear to God, his little brother like nineteen twenty. He could keep a beat at one years old. He just learned how to walk. He would be on the foot pedal uh -huh. and the snare, and they would be playing on the organ, and he knew when. And oh, I, I promise you, crazy. and duty, we call him duty at one. He was just because he can't sit. He was standing, and, yeah. And everybody's like, "How is he keeping him?" He the coldest little drummer. He can still drum. He still Woo! drums for the church, and to the point I go home and talk to him, and I'm like, "We gotta, can you come up here for a how couple old is weeks?" He now? Like twenty. And I'm like, That's I need fire. you to come up here with me because I know they got you in the church and I am happy you in the church. Tyler. But I need you to get your skills and show what you can do and find some new ways to use your skills. Yeah. Because church drumming is completely different from jazz and rock. and But I think he would pick it. He can pick up stuff so quick. He just goes. Man, you talk about one years old. Shit, he could play anything. I'm it was wild, and he, he learned. He picked up how to play the organ because he would just be at church. Yeah. All the time. So he, so when everybody out church, we'd be back in there in the sanctuary, still yeah. playing. Or he, he'd get on there and then we tried. <laughs> so going nuts. So I would, I would definitely be a drummer. I love yeah. playing offbeat. I love the patterns. Like even now, like when I'm doing stuff, like I gotta get into production because mm -hmm. I'm like my patterns. I don't. I hate keeping the same pattern the whole way through. Like I'm. The, like I'm more, I'll probably be like a little little rock drummer. That shit is fun, jazz and rock. Cause jazz, you get those little obscure beats and getting off. So that I'd be a drummer. Yeah. You? Well, funny thing is, you know, I did some songwriting and mm -hmm. I put some music out of my own, but I quickly learned that I'm so sure of myself and I know myself so much that I wouldn't even want to enter that lane commercially. Mm. So. With that being said, my answer is kind of similar to yours. I feel like I am a musician and I'll always be one. But it'll I think mainly I just want to be like an arranger. Mm. Songwriter. I just want to listen. I want to hear. I want to tell one where they can improve or mm -hmm. add this, take this out. That's it because my ear for music is Fucking phenomenal. Mm. Then when you get in that space of creating it for yourself, you become too critical. Yep. 
of the content and then you try to be a perfectionist and you don't know when to leave stuff as is and I already overthink. Nobody mm. wants to overthink when it comes to creativity. So yeah. She said, I'm an arranger. I walk in the room and not just be like, no, that's good. And like, no. A producer. Like not a beat maker, a producer. Yeah. Hey, this needs to be here. We need to add something. This there's too much we need to fill this space with something, some exactly. instruments. Call somebody, hey, can you come play this real quick? Yes. Give me some cool. Add a little breakdown. Add a bridge. We're, mm -hmm. Stop saying shit. Just let it flow. Let people internalize the last two minutes of what you just said and pick mm. it back up. That's me. That's fire. I'm with it. We starting a band here at Street Sanar. I got to get my drumming up. I got a drum pad. I just need really? to get, Yeah. I just ain't got on it. I, boy, the sticks feel foreign to me. Ah. I was at Guitar Center fucking around. <laughs> And I was like, I was like, oh, oh this feels crazy to me. I, oh, you got to just go, just to go. I love that place. Where's the closest one? It's only one Southwest at uh, uh, with oh, OU Guitar Center and Sam Ash. I used mm. to be there probably twice a week in That's LA. Crazy, yeah. Guitar Center is that you just just feel like you got to do something. You in there? I'm like, yeah. Like, no, I could play the guitar. You just be looking at shit. No, I could DJ. You know what you could teach me how to do? Was listen, DJ. When you ready? Hey, look, I'm the light version. I'm gonna send you all as the soul. I got no, you. No, 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 no. I don't. I, I love soul. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking about for the for the base. I teach you the. I got you though. I just wanna, you know, I wanna start off at family reunions. You know, a little baby showers. No, we jumping in the. I jumped in the water. I just wanna. I just wanna, you know. Ba, 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 ba. Listen, and then, <laughs> and then I go oh, somewhere. No, we ain't doing that. You got the wrong one. I don't <laughs> never hit no horns. We gonna teach your ass how to transition, non-transition ass DJs hitting all these gunshots and horns, <laughs> bitch ass bullshit niggas. Stop that shit. You can't transition, bruh. Then it's a new song. Oh, 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 you, you didn't know how to count. Oh, this this nigga don't know how to count. He don't know how to bl blend it. He don't know how to use. He don't know how to use his fade out. He don't know how to do shit. No, no, no. For no, real, no, I, I, I for real want you to teach me because, dude, the I last six months, mm -hmm. I don't went to concerts in the city. Again, this ain't no. This I don't know who the fuck was DJing. Sorry, I don't like. No, sorry, I just don't know. I'm at these concerts and I'm like, dude, what is happening? Like pre-show hype. What what are what are what are we doing? Like get the crowd amped and everybody's just sitting around smoking weed, drinking until the artists hit the stage. And and of course they late for they set because mm -hmm. yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. But yeah. they don't <laughs> or they got the house music playing and it's not matching the show that's about to come on. No. I have see, you know me. I'll be I'm a mover. I have hit up venues about being a house mm. DJ for stuff. You think they hit niggas? No. So that's a whole nother issue. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I'm with you. I hate, I hate it with a passion. I'm like, bro, I'd be like, yeah, I'm like, I'd be fucking this shit up right now, just in my back. Oh, I got 20 minutes because y'all go, man, Ooh. I don't gotta be on the stage. I'd be by the sound man. I don't gotta be seen. Like, let's get to it. Yeah. I just wanna get some music going and like you said, just getting the crowd into it. Talks about you gotta bring, get them ready for what they about to experience. That's gonna be that's gonna be my next phase of life. Mm -hmm. DJing. I'm with you. I got you. I already I got you. my name. I know. 
I forgot it. It's something. Thundersea. Thundersea and what, K-Cola? Was that the? the yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Thundersea yeah. and K-Cola. You, the DJ said you going to see the lights just, and then it's like, oh, shit. It's Shout about to go down. Hey, if you with Coca-Cola, Pepsi, holla at Thundersea and K-Cola. <laughs> we, we coming out. We coming out branding hard. Stop playing. No. We branding hard, man. Cripple Cola, man. Get that little off shit. <laughs> Blood pop, what's up? <laughs> oh, for real. Thunder C and K Cola just switching out sets. K Cola is my my sister slash cousin. Follow yeah. her on Instagram, two wise. Yeah. But yeah. I'm with you. Hey, let's get it. I ain't no hater. I we need better shit. We need better DJs. I ain't afraid to say it. And I've been off the scene. That's another conversation we finna have in a little bit. Mm. I got some more shit, but it's just a lot of shit. I hear you. Mm. I hear you. Mm. Good luck. Candyman's coming. Mm. You know what? I just want to. It's okay, even if even if they hire me to DJ the Rock Nation br- brunch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some just something cool. I stand next to Shaq at his residency in Vegas. Right. You know, do some little <laughs> shit in a bikini. Like <laughs> she said, I'm with the bullshit. <laughs> but hey, song on. <laughs> hey, babe, sit this one out. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm finna go make us. Drinks is free. Drinks, drinks is, is free. free. Sit this one out. No, you ain't got to show up. I got you. Just I've already pumped. I've already pumped. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you at the hotel. Mm, mm, yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm ready. That shit would be too funny. Oh, man. Lit. It's going down, man. 22 and 4 is clearly going down. Make sure you stay down. I uh, appreciate my brother Yasin Bay for coming with the real. Y'all better leave my man's alone. He don't even live here. <laughs> he bought this. He bought this life. I don't know why people playing. Drake he bought this him life. A crackhead. Yeah, just, a bohemian okay. bucket. Okay, cool, cool story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just be like, oh, <laughs> like, oh a crackhead. <laughs> an honest crackhead. Right. If I if he is a crackhead, yeah, he's honest. I'm, crackhead. I'm, I'm, Y'all leave him alone because he going to come. Y'all know he know more than what y'all think he know. Leave. Those are the ones you leave alone. Yep. Just leave him alone. But it's all good. Or don't. Actually, don't leave him alone. Let's just get it. The truth shall come. It's this all is about when Drake truth. start speaking patois and like going ham like he about to cut and shoot somebody. Oh, I thought you were going to say drink his wine. Like they have that too. I'm like, all right, cool. Let, cool. let Drake go off and then he'll come back like trying to apologize like when DMX said he thought Drake, Drake was corny <laughs> and Drake was like I just want him to love me bro he does that's really him but he needs to stop acting like that's not him it's okay I, I, like it's okay so let me stop I'm gonna leave it alone I'm not dissing him I'm just saying we got all truth it's yeah. about the truth this year clearly it's about the truth this just year just being so. honest Man, I can't wait. We got Polestar coming up. Anthony, we got Polestar. Hey, they about to be in L.A. Streets A&R about to be in L.A. Y'all February lucky. 6th, February 8th. Y'all lucky Thunder C ain't with us, man. Ooh. Uh, y'all, man, y'all real lucky. Y'all lucky, man. But I will be there in April, though. Oh, yeah. It's going down. So, got Polestar. A lot of business to do. A lot of things to connect with. Holla at us while we out there, man. We making waves, man. We are making waves. Even if they're tiny waves, we, we in the motherfucking water shaking that shit. Making waves. It starts from a ripple. It does. So, Matter of fact, speaking of waves, be careful out there. Them waves been a little high. A little high? Oh, Lord. A little, San Diego is completely flooded right now. Really? Yeah. 
Golly. Oh, what I said was gonna happen, it's gonna fall in the water. Don't yeah. don't do it. Please don't do it February eighth through the ninth. Please, <laughs> please do not do it February eighth through the ninth. Please, if if we hope it don't do it, but please wait. Any seismic shifts in the plates, yeah. please wait yeah. till the tenth or later. <laughs> please. I'm just there visiting. Oh yeah, Lord. Just, just, just be mindful. I, I'm not going to the beach. I'm okay. Next and rainy season. So. Oh yeah, and I'm gonna see Mick Jenkins though. Oh, that's gonna be a fire yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. What man. area is that in? No, I don't know. I have to show you the ticket. I don't know. I don't okay. even know. It's in L.A. I just know that much. Okay. Like it's in Los Angeles. Uh, shout out! I'm gonna connect with a couple of people that I know out there, and it's gonna be a good time. Wait man. a minute, y'all gonna be out there during All Star Weekend? No, that's the week. Excuse me, that's the week after. Oh, okay. And that's it, uh, Indy. Oh, okay. I was trying to get me and my homies to go for a guy's trip, and that just... Mm, got you, got you, got you. Boy, that's a... And stupid Indy, real quick, I got to hate on Indy. I thought the basketball court in the arena was such a lovely idea. Uh-huh. Till I found out it's display only. You can't hoop on it. Oh. Uh-huh. Y'all built the whole court. You could have just said it's only for arrivals only. The hell? And little Nats, man. We down here in the basement of some... That's our, that's our cue. But, yeah, man, they really built a whole court for All-Star Weekend in the airport. And well, can't nobody hoop well, on it. That's hard, though. I would have been like, all right, only arrivals only. So if you're departing, you can't get on that plane stank like oh, that. Oh, yeah. I would say arrivals only. Show your ticket that you coming in the Indy. We'll let y'all get some games off. That shit would have been so hard. Yeah. I was hyped, too. But now I'm like, oh, good ploy. But y'all should let y'all should let them get busy on that. It's a full court. Real hoop, real hardwood, all of it. Dang. The middle of the airport. That's I don't like that's tough till y'all bullshit it. <laughs> it's all good, man. We man, we appreciate y'all, man. We gonna get ready to get up out of here, man. Y'all know where to find us. We on everything but Apple. You can find us on all social media. That's streets A and R. That's streets A A N D R, man. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, follow, comment. Uh shit share some more watch listen man we are making sure we do our best to put out great content and get y'all some, you know some entertainment but also some information and also for just show. tell y'all what it is man for sure we love to hear from y'all man we appreciate all the support man make sure y'all stay connected we got a lot a lot of stuff to get to this year so Ooh, a whole lot it's gonna be a fun it's gonna be a great year amazing year so we appreciate y'all, man. We gonna get out of here, man. It's your host, Giddy Jicky, with it. And it's your girl, CLB. And we out of here, y'all. Peace. Peace. The beats. The flow. The rhythm. All movement starts from the streets. Street saying our podcast. <laughs>